Yo, what's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of AFK Discussions. It's your boy Ty, and I'm joined by my boy Jason. What's going on, big dog? What's up? Or should <laughs> I much, say dude. skinny dog? Skinny dog. Um, I'm not that skinny yet, but I'm, I guess I'm getting there because, you know, I, I've, I'm kind of plateaued right now. But, you know, hopefully uh, I'll start losing again soon. But, you know, 25 is, is, is a pretty good place to be, you know, 25 pounds down. Um, I'm hoping to be, I guess, 50 is my goal. So, you know, it's got to got to stay at it, you know. Yeah. So for you guys who don't know, um, Jason is trying to lose some weight. I'm also trying to lose some weight. Um, as you probably could have seen in our YouTube video, if you've not watched our YouTube video that we did with Phil, uh, a month back, uh, go to our YouTube AFK discussions, check that out. Um, but we're bigger guys, right? So, um, nothing wrong with wanting to be healthier or living a healthier lifestyle. So that's exactly what we're trying to do so that this podcast can continue for, uh, years and years to come. Years and years. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, Jason's been using the, uh, lose it app. So shout out to lose it. Hey, if you guys want to sponsor us or if, one of your devs is listening. Um, let us know, dude. We'll we'll, uh, we'll start shouting that thing out, dude. I need to hit that up. I need to talk to him about that. Yeah, and then tell him about your weight loss journey. Be like, yeah, I'm down 25 pounds. X Y Z. You know, lose it's awesome, and they yeah. might be. You know what? You're what we're looking for. My my friend Keith, uh, he lost, I think, I want to say 70 pounds on lose it. Wow. Um, yeah, it's crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how much like. You can exercise every single day. You could run, you can do this, you can do that. But like, if you're not eating right, like you're just like cheating yourself out of weight loss. Yeah. I mean, all, all I did was cut calories and, you know, drink more water pretty much. I have been walking a lot too, but that's, that's the main thing I've been doing is just cutting calories. Dude, I'll tell you who's a skinny legend is Rory, man. I watched some of those soccer videos that you put up. Dude, uh, today. Yeah, I, I miss some of the good stuff he did. I just did a quick video of him, you know, um, practicing. But yeah, dude, he's he's becoming a beast. He is. I hope my son. So for the for those of you who don't know, um, my wife is being induced on Friday. So in the upcoming episodes, which I think we had talked about uh, at the the wrap up of um, last week's episode. Um, there might be some episodes where I won't be here and that's because I'll have a new son and, um, I'll be taking care of him and my wife. And so, um, I plan to only miss, you know, maybe a couple episodes, but, uh, yeah, so that's going on too. So less than 48 hours, um, I'll be a dad. Yep. That's crazy. I know, dude. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Welcome to getting no sleep for a while. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Yeah. It's it's hard to believe in it. I mean, you're like, oh gosh, I can't believe it's almost here. I know you got the jitters, man. You're like antsy. But it's not it's <laughs> not. It's like I'm I'm very anxious. Like the other night I went to bed at nine, which I go to bed at nine most nights, but I don't fall asleep usually till like one o'clock in the morning or so. But the other night I was kind of really tired. I'd mowed the grass at like eight. Come inside, took a shower. By the time I got everything, you know, done, it was like 9.30. I was exhausted. And so I got in bed to go to sleep. Well, like, I don't know what it was, like, but my mind was racing. I was thinking about 
the baby finances, you know, trying to get a promotion at work and all these different things. Excuse me, guys, I yawn there. All these different things. Um, and I, I literally laid there from like 930 to like 1040, just wide awake, just laying there thinking about stuff. So yeah. the baby coming has definitely got me like in a, in a ball of um, anxiety, functional anxiety, but anxiety nonetheless. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, the, the first kid is, I mean, to me, it, it's, you're like, you're struggling because you're like, that's a baby. You know, what do I do? I'm, you know, you're trying to be so gentle and, you know, like in the, when you have a second kid, you're like pretty much just throwing the baby and burping him, like hitting him so hard. Yeah. You know, the first one you're like barely tapping him, like, oh, I got to burp you. Come on. You that's what burp. everybody says. You know? <laughs> it's so crazy. And two, like I had someone tell me, um, and this is like a little R rated. So. Um, but he was like, he asked me, did we take, um, any of the birthing classes? And we haven't taken any of the classes. Um, and he goes, well, in one of those classes, they talk about, um, don't shake the baby. He goes, man, I'm going to tell you something that no one else will tell you. You're going to want to shake that baby. He was like, and don't feel bad about it. It's normal to feel that way because you're tired. You're annoyed. You're this, you're that. He said, but don't shake the baby. Yeah. And I was like, well, I didn't plan on shaking the baby, <laughs> but thanks for the advice. Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> so, shake the baby, guys. Out there, everybody who's listening, do not shake your baby. It's not a good thing at all. Right. But um, anyways, to the format of this episode, guys, we're kind of going to go a little freeform tonight. Um, there's been some stuff that we've talked about at work, um, sort of in passing, that we're going to talk about tonight. Um, and we're going to just kind of see where it takes us and just really, it's going to be one of those Ty and Jason has a supernatural, weird, wonky conversation, uh, yeah. more so than like a format of a topic. So that's kind of where we're at tonight. It's just a, it's a chill cast tonight. Chill pod. Chill cast. It's a, it's a, it's a chill pod. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm down with it, dude. You know? Yeah. I don't definitely. think, I don't think we've had like just a. It's been a while since we've had like just a conversational episode. Yeah, it has. I mean, usually, I mean, most of our episodes are conversational, but we don't, you know, we usually try to stick to one topic, but I mean, this is good. So we can just throw out things, you know, uh, I really enjoy that. Just, uh, you know, like seeing where the conversation takes us. Um, speaking of which, I'm going to start it off because this past weekend I was at the Smoky Mountain Bigfoot conference and, um, it was incredible. Um, I was working at the Merkel Media booth with uh, Jack Merkel and uh, Tony. Um, it was it was awesome. Um, it was very very busy. I think Tony talked the whole time because there's like a huge line just waiting to talk to him. And uh, I sold I don't know tons of shirts. Um, but in the process, I met some people. I gave away some stickers. Um, I'm very very bad with names. I can remember a few people I talked to. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to you guys. Um, so I'm just going to say your Instagram names because that's what I know you by. So Arcane Discoveries was there. They came up and I think they were one of the first people I've talked to. Um, they came up and just, you know, said, hey, I listened to the show. That was awesome. Uh, Sassy Squatch Co. 
Thanks for uh, listening. And uh, also, I got to meet um, Black Mass Paranormal. That was really cool. Um, him and Tony have been doing some stuff together, and uh, he has a YouTube channel, so make sure you go check that out. Um, also, um, it was it was dude. The speakers there w- was was really good. Um, it it was surprisingly way better than I thought it was going to be because I thought it was going to be all one sided. Where you know, because um, I kind of believe in the supernatural, Bigfoot not necessarily just some animal running through the woods and it was it was good cuz you know there were people were open to that i thought it was going to be you know since the finding bigfoot guys were there i thought it was all going to be like oh no he's definitely just just an animal and um nothing more but um a lot of the crowd there was very open minded and it was it was really good to see um but yeah man it was it was awesome um Trying to think who else I saw there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna give a shout out. I met I met some people there. Um they invited me to go to um a ghost hunt at the Smoky and uh, Smoky Mountain. <laughs> Brushy Mountain Penitentiary, which I've always wanted to go to, but it just didn't work out because uh it's the same week as my daughter's birthday and uh yeah, there's no way I'm gonna be able to get in that. It's this Smokey's Unforgotten Spirits. They uh invited me out and um the the i don't know your real name it just ghost person that's that's your name on instagram that's so that's what i know you by so thanks for the invite ghost person hopefully um sometimes we can we can have you on the show because i'd like to talk to you about the stuff you guys have found and um it's very interesting when we were talking at the show and um, you're telling me about all the stuff you guys do um but yeah thanks for uh coming and saying hi and thanks for listening so that's the Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Conference. It was awesome. Yeet, yeet. Yeet, yeet. It's, it's, it sucks so bad I couldn't be there. Man, next year. We can do it next year. There's always next year. Maybe we can do a booth next year. Ooh, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Maybe bring, bring the roadcaster and maybe do some uh, live interviews. That would be yeah. cool. That would be really dope, actually. I think I would like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, um, in other news, other news, let's talk about what we talked about at work today. Okay, so so, so, so yeah, yeah, so let's let's um, shout out to one of my coworkers. Um, well, one, somebody who uh, works on my team um, brought up a really cool topic that actually I had never heard of, but Jason, of course, being Jason, has heard of everything that there is supernatural <laughs> in this world. Yeah. Um, Mel, Mel's hole. And so I was like, Mel's hole, what's, what's Mel's hole. And they started talking about it and it's very interesting. So I'm going to let Jason explain it. Cause he seems to know way more about this thing than I do. Um, and then we'll, we'll follow up with some feedback and some questions. Cause I think this is a really interesting topic. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Mel's hole. If you haven't strap in, get some popcorn. We're getting into it. We're ready to take a ride down the hole. So, uh, speaking of hole, I'm going to give a shout out to one of my favorite podcasts out there, The Belief Hole. Those guys are awesome, and you can't talk about holes without talking about The Belief Hole. So, shout out, guys. They're three brothers, and they're awesome. Definitely check it out. Okay, now let's get into Mel's Hole. That sounds kind of risque to say. (laughs) Never mind. Okay, um, so... 
if I don't know how many guys are out there that are familiar with the Art Bell show, the Coast to Coast AM, Art Bell's um, version before he um, went on to other things. Um, but he used to like get faxes back in the day. And for, for you young folk, a fax is um, kind of like, I guess, a precursor to an email where you would take a paper, you would type something out, you would take it and they would scan it in and they would, you know, mail it across, you know, like it would like essentially email it to another printer and it would print out and you would have like the paper in your hand. Um, so he would get um, people that would just send star- stories in that way. So he got a story from uh, this guy named Mel Waters and he said that he had a, a bottomless pit essentially on his property and that he would um, throw stuff into. And it's... <sighs> It's so crazy. There's so much. It goes deep. That's funny. There's going to be a lot of puns. The hole goes deep. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so he eventually came on the show, like, um, and told his whole story. Um, Apparently, there was a dog. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna roughly just give the the biggest and best parts. So um, I think a neighbor's dog, or no, I think it was either the neighbor's dog or his dog. Do you remember Ty? I think it was his dog, right? Was it his Isn't dog? Yeah, I think so. So his dog died, and so instead of burying him, he threw him in the hole. That's it's weird, but that's what he did. And he said, like a couple days later, he saw the dog um, running through the woods, and he yelled at the dog, but it wouldn't come to him. And he said he knew it was his dog because it was wearing the same collar. Um, so that's weird. And apparently. Like all the neighbors before he brought, bought the property, they should throw trash and farm equipment and all kinds of stuff into the hole. Um, the next up that's really weird is so he wanted to see how deep the hole was. Well, first off, he wanted to see if there's water at the bottom of the hole. So he took fishing line, I think it was a thousand feet of fishing line, and he tied some lifesavers to them. And he dropped it down in the hole as far, you know, the thousand feet. And his thought was if the lifesavers went into the water, they would dissolve or, you know, maybe not dissolve all the way, but you would be able to tell that, you know, they were in water. So he uh, put them down there and left them for a little while. And then he reeled the line, a fishing line up and uh, the lifesaver is still there. They were not wet. So there was no water. So then he was like, oh, okay, I'll just go get a bunch of fishing line and I'll tie it all together and I'll put a a weight on the end of the fishing line and I'll send it down the hole and see how far it goes. So um, I guess, I don't know, I guess the fishing line had, you know, description on how long it was on the spool. So I guess he just, that's how he estimated how far the lines went. But apparently it was 80,000 feet. That uh, went down in the hole. That's 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 pretty big, man. That's a that's a lot of feet. How much? So here's the thing. How many feet? How many feet of come in a, on a, on like a spool of fishing line? Um, a lot. I don't know. Well, uh, we're about to find out, my friend. All right, go look. A twenty-five pound test line is twenty-six hundred yards. Okay, so what is twenty-six hundred yards in feet? Uh, I'm pretty sure the yard is three feet. Okay. Uh, maybe if my, yeah, three feet. Yeah. Okay. 
So what did I say? 2,600 yards. Yeah, 2,600 times what? Three is 7,800. That's crazy. Yeah. 7,800 feet. So he bought 12 of these, 11 of these? I guess so. No. Yeah, 7,800, 10, 78,000 plus 70. No, he had bought 12. He bought 12 of these things. Yeah. And tied them together, dude, that is unbelievable. Yeah. That is so crazy. That is so much. Well, all right, here's my next question then. Like, if, 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 is this hole like a, is it clean or is there like branches and stuff in like the, the, like, is there a picture of this thing? There's not a picture of it. So nobody even knows if this thing exists. He never um, said exactly where it was. I mean, he he said the area, but he never said the exact location. I know people have tried to find it. Um, it is. Let's see. What is this? Um. So let me. I'll just read this real quick. Um. On. I'm just. This is from. Uh. What is that? Listfirst.com. <clears throat> so. On February 21st, 1997, a man who called himself Mel Waters phoned a well-known late-night radio show that featured paranormal stories called Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. At the time, Coast to Coast AM was the most popular place to discuss all things paranormal, weird, and unexplained. It was the perfect audience for Waters to tell his stories. He captivated Bell and the listeners with his tales of seemingly bottomless hole on the property that possessed mystical qualities Local legends said it was cursed. The first settlers dubbed it the Devil's Hole. Waters refused to give exact location, just saying he lived in Kitanis. Is that how you say that? Do you see that, Ty? Is that how you say it? Kitanis? K-I-T-T-I-T-A-S, County, Mm -hmm. Washington, in a region adjacent to um, Manistash Ridge, in two follow-up calls in April 2000 and January 2002, his story gave, um, grew even more extreme. There was one no way to know at the time that Mel's hole would continue to capture public attention for years to come. So it's just saying that, you know, um, that they, it it's pretty much became infamous, the story, because everyone's still talking about it. But yeah, so... It gives the area it was at. It's just not the exact location. And apparently it's known by first settlers. They called it the devil's hole. So, mm. Well, let's assume for a second, best case scenario, that the hole is a perfectly round, like it looks like it was bored by a drill. Yeah. Like something like ice. Mm-hmm. It would probably make sense. You could probably throw some fishing line down there with some weights, but that weight, the weight would have to be pretty substantial. It couldn't be just like a little fishing weight. It'd have to be like a five pound, like a, a two to five pound dumbbell, right? It's, it's in, in the, in the fishing line I was talking about is 25 pound test, right? Like, so yeah. it would hold that amount of weight. Yeah. Um, And the weight would have to be that, big just in case it hit like a twig or a root or something that was hanging out of the side of the hole 
And so that you could keep going, right? Because if it was too light. So anyways, with that being said, 88,000 feet? Yeah, that's... Is that what it said? It was 80,000 feet, yeah. 80,000 feet. Yep. What, what's a mile? 5,280 feet, right? Um, you got me. Let's see. Feet in a mile... I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah, 5,280. Yeah, 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 that's right. Dude, I'm a freaking whiz. Yeah. Jeez, man. You're a whiz. I, <laughs> I try, man. I'll just come up with this stuff off the top of my dome, man. My mother-in-law asked me today, how'd you get so smart? <laughs> I'm thinking, bro, I am not that smart. Uh, let's see. Dude, that's 15 miles. That's crazy. How deep is the Mariana Trench? I don't know. Now we're gonna. It, how deep is the boys? We're we're a googling podcast we now. Are. Like we are. We're no like. Here's the thing. I sort of feel bad for googling stuff, but then I don't feel bad because Joe Rogan Google stuff all the time. Yeah, he does. He goes, Jamie, look look that up, Jamie. Look yeah, that yeah. up. Look that up. So uh, how deep is the Mariana? Dude, it's like the third search option on Google. Dude, the Mariana Trench is only 36,000 feet. Gosh, that's crazy. Dude, there's no way this hole exists. I call, dude, I call BS instantly now. No, no, it it exists. <laughs> no way, dude. Well, the thing is, it maybe it's not that deep. You got to, okay, it says it's 80,000 feet, right? Sure. What if it's more than just a hole? What, what if it's mean? actually a portal to another dimension? So when it's going down the hole, it's actually coming out on the other side, going um, into, into I don't know what it's going into. It's going into something else, you know? Okay. And Let's because, say you're right. Let's say you're right. Then there would, the, the line wouldn't be infinite, right? Like, let's say, let's say it goes down 10,000 feet and there's a portal. Yeah. Right. This is one spool of wire, I think, right? Is what I said. Two, no, let's say it's 2,000 feet, one spool of this, of this uh, fishing line. 2,000 feet deep, and then there's a hole. I mean, and then there's a portal. When you go through the portal, you would, you would be on, like, you would either be in land or, or water or something, right? Yeah. Assuming, right? If you go through the portal, you go, it, boom, you're somewhere now. Right? Yeah, unless it's if like if that's a, the case, if that's the case, then there wouldn't be like you would you would feel that it, it doesn't go deeper than that because well, essentially the the weight would have hit like would have came out on the ground. Unless it's like a wormhole or something where a wormhole you, to what space to some other dimension. What if, we don't know how portals work. If it's a wormhole, it could be going more than eighty thousand feet. You know. And it's just no, like at dude, the speed of light. That doesn't make sense, though. That it's just at the speed of light. Because that's the way wormholes work. You travel, like you go in, you whoosh, at the speed of light to who knows how how distant. Then the, the line would have just been ripped out of his hands, I'm sure. Um, I don't know. Maybe gravity works different in, okay, a, in well, a wormhole. We're about to bring up paint now. We're, we're a paint podcast now, a guys. paint? <laughs> Yeah, and let me see. Like an MS paint? Like yeah, I'm going to show you. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. Okay. okay. Let's assume uh, that this is the hole, okay. right? He's drawing two this, straight lines with two holes connected. It, all right. 
And then you got ground here, ground here, and here's Mel, right? I really wish you guys and, could see this right now. And he's got the fishing line, right? Yeah. Down here. Dude, you're a great artist. And, and he's got the weight here, right? Yeah. The weight goes through the right through this portal, right yep. down. Yep. Now, when I'm it goes through this portal, tracking. how do you think the other portal, the the, in, the exit portal, is orientated? Right, because my first thought would be, right, this is ground. It would be right? coming out of the ground up let's into the air, it, right? Let's say that this is a rock. This is a rock. This is the exit portal. And now here is the weight with the fishing line on it. Yeah, so it would just come out and land It would on come the out and it would Im immediately land on the ground. Right. So then it doesn't make sense that it would be 80,000 feet deep because your theory is that if it's a wormhole, it could just go infinitely. He, he just doesn't know. We don't know how deep it is, right? But boom, now the weight's on the ground, right? So this is, this is scenario A, yep. right? Scenario B is... You got a C here. You got a portal that opens here. And then the weight comes through. In the ocean. And now the and now the weight is sinking to the bottom of some ocean in a different dimension. Yeah. Right? So but there's, there's no, no telling water, out. Though. Remember he said it wasn't wet. Okay, but we don't know how portals work. What if he pulls it back through and, and it dries it off? There's there's and little it it. there's Who little knows? creatures in there with towels and they're drying the I mean okay okay all right so let's all right the water theory's out then then the next theory would be um so the water theory's out all right so here's the next thing let's add our little rocks here next theory is this is the portal entry right yep, yep. this is the portal exit and let's pretend this is like uh let's pretend this is 100,000 feet in the air yeah. Which would be outer space, but whatever. Um, and he's still feeding fishing line. And it's still tight because the portal, like the rock exits. This is, this is uh, scenario B, okay. right? Yep. Because it's, because it's not wet. The last scenario is going to be scenario C. In scenario C, there is no ground, right? Yeah. In scenario C... There is it's going into space. There is all these stars, and there's a planet with a ring around it. Oh, it's and like then, Saturn. Yeah, and then there's a portal, and what do you know? There's the there's the weight. But in in that this scenario, scenario in scenario C, though, it, it would be it infinite. would be weightless though if it was going to space. Yeah, and so he would have some play. Yeah, so he would have some play. So it can't be scenario C either, right? So the only logical scenario then, because if in scenario A, he, it would, he would feel, it would, he would have slack, right? Yeah. So it's not scenario A. So it has to be scenario B. Yep. Where That's the, the only thing that makes in the sense. sky and it's coming out. So I um, think, I, I would believe more that it is 80,000 feet deep than scenario B. If you told me something went through a portal, I'm thinking scenario A. Yeah, where it just comes out on the on the land. But does that thought process make sense? Like that's how I think of it in my mind. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense totally. Okay, guys, I wish you could see these drawings, but you know they are I the best a, drawings I've ever seen. I am what they call a paint god. Yeah, it is what it is. Not, Imagine not, you know, um, flex, the Rick and Morty cartoon. Okay, 
then imagine it's Where, drawn yes. by uh, imagine it's drawn by a kindergartner and that's that's what it's it was a perfect <laughs> example perfect example is rick and morty we should have just said that from the start i know when rick when rick shoots his gun at the ground and they jump through and they come straight out on their feet yeah like looking straight as in like uh i guess perpendicular to the floor would be the right term yeah yeah, that makes yeah. Think of it like Rick and Morty when he shoots the gun at the floor, they jump in and they come out and they're just walking on the other side straight. That's what in my mind when you talk about a portal, that's what I think of. Yeah, I got you. So eighty thousand feet, dude. I call BS. I wonder now that makes me think how many miles from the crust to the Earth's core? How Gosh, many miles from the crust of the Earth? To the Earth's core. You know, you're making a lot of assumptions there with the crust and the core. Because what if the Earth's flat? Earth's not flat. <laughs> the Earth is completely flat. Okay, so it's there's no 80, curve at all. It's it's 1,800 miles to the Earth's core. 1,800 miles. Jesus, dude, that <laughs> is insane. That's a little bit more than 80,000. Dude, 80,000 feet. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, okay. So, does, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here. Is he assuming it's 80,000 because he ran out of wire? Yeah, because he ran out of wire. That's what he, he assumes. This dude's full of crap. I, you know what that reminds me of? This guy running out of wire reminds me of you not having a good enough camera to take a picture of a UFO. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm no, no. It's, it's a cop out, dude. It's a cop out. No. I it, let me tell you something. If I found a hole in my backyard that I could get 80,000 feet of wire and still have play in it, I immediately put a stake in the ground, tie the wire to the stake, go to the fishing line store and buy every bit of fishing line they have. Yeah. And then come back to my house and continue to see how deep this hole is. Yeah, I can see that. Without a doubt, dude. Like, and then two, the second thing is, is like, how big is this hole? He put a dog in this hole. This hole has to be huge. He just threw the dog in there. It was, you know, it was dead. But it has to be a big hole just to throw something in it. Well, actually, you know what? He did more than just the dog. So this is, I'm going to read again from the listverse.com. One of Water's most disturbing claims involved lowering a live sheep into the hole around 1,500 feet, as he did in, uh, in an ice bu bucket experiment. So he put the sheep in the ice bucket and lowered it down. It said the, crazy. Yeah, the sheep shrieked and kicked on the way down, then suddenly went silent. When Waters lifted it out, he found that the animal had been uh, cooked. So it went like... Through some fire, I guess. Um, the sheep had also developed a strange lump, which to his horror uh, started to move. He cut it open and found a fetal seal. A what? A, fe a baby seal. What? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so this hole has to be huge because a sheep okay. is not small, right? Yeah, like but a dog, a dog. Wait, 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 wait. Could it? <laughs> Could objectively be like a, a smaller size, right? Like a Yorkie or something. Dude, a sheep 
And then for a seal to come out of it, this makes absolutely zero sense. <laughs> a, a, a baby seal. And wait, I got a fish reading this. Then he said, gazed at him with intelligent human-like eyes. Waters went on to add that the creature miraculously, miraculously cured his cancer. It jumped back into the hole and was later was seen later at a local sheep herders who claimed it radiated um wait it I can't even read right now I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh it radiated a benevolence presence. So, okay. I just my son is standing here next to me, by the way. Rory's right here next to me. And I'm there's a picture. Do you see that picture, time? Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, I see it. I see it. <laughs> there's like this drawing of a goat with a, a baby seal coming out. <laughs> it just cracks me up. <laughs> okay. Hey Rory, what do you think about that? Come on, tell tell people what you think. Come on, you gotta say hi. No, he won't say hi. Okay, guys. But that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I'm just imagining cutting a, a boil open in a baby. That just that's ridiculous, guys. I, I'm I'm starting to call BS on this too. Yeah, it dude. It, this doesn't even sound real anymore. Like it doesn't make any sense at at, at all. That I mean, let's let's keep going to see. So he also said a strange light radiated from the hole, okay? Then he said the federal government seized the land, okay? Um, so it's just, I don't know. It's just, what was the other one? Ice caught on fire? Yeah. Like he lowered like a cube of ice and it, he pulled it up and it was on fire? It wasn't That's melting. Not- it wasn't melting, that's, it was just burning. But that's the thing, like, that's not that crazy. Like, people in, in what's that, Flint, Michigan's water catches on fire. Yeah, that's true. That's not, you know, he, there could be a methane leak or something. It, there could be, that could be anything. That, that to me, does not scream. Uh, that, to me, doesn't scream paranormal. Okay, here, look, okay. It says the opening was nine foot in diameter. So that's that's your answer right there. Nine feet. The opening mm-hmm. of the hole. So that's, pr- that's pretty big. Nine feet, yeah, that's huge. Gosh, this is okay, this is just I don't know. I'm 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 calling BS on it too now. It's unbelievable, dude. It is. I mean I you had me at a to a point until um the baby, the baby seal coming out of the sheep. Then I was just like, <laughs> "Nope, that's, that's it makes literally zero sense." That's just the weird, too weird for for me. It's, you know, it's got to be weird if it's too weird for me, right? Yeah. So, you, guys, Mel's hole not not a real thing. I mean, if We're if you can take it. pictures and videotape like this stuff, then maybe I'll believe you. But you know. Not, not right now. It's, it's yeah, too far fetched for me. Yeah, no. So I got, I got a what if that I heard the other day. I'm gonna throw it at you really quickly. All right. It's, a, it's, it's weird enough to be on the on the podcast. Would you rather be able to breathe underwater or fall from any height? 
and not be hurt. Fall for miss. That's that's a weird one though, dude. Breathe underwater or fall from any height and not get hurt. I mean, and not get hurt. I mean, that's that's weird. I mean, would you be made of rubber or something? No, you just you fall and you just don't get hurt. What would you, you land like an Avenger? Like you can land however you want to <laughs> land. You can't get the hurt. Heroic landing. Yeah, you can't get hurt. Yeah, that. Mm. Gosh, I don't know. I'll break it down for you. I would want the fall from any distance because I would make so much money off of that. It would be unreal. <laughs> I was thinking about the fall from any distance because that's <clears throat> that. That's well, somebody cool said, thing. well, somebody said breathe underwater and I'm like, breathe underwater. That's so stupid. Yeah. They're like, well, I explain how that's stupid. You could go see things that nobody else could see. Uh, no, you can't because the pressure of the ocean will still kill you. All you can do is breathe underwater. Yeah. Like, and then also on top of that, there are creatures in the sea that are going to be like, what are you going to do if a shark or an orca rolls up on you? Hey, man, what's going on? You still swim super slow. Yeah. Right. Like breathing underwater. I feel like that is so useless. Yeah. Well, you're going to be a lifeguard or something. Cool, bro. But no, nah, I, you know, no. Nah. Yeah. But th- it was a weird hypothetical, but I thought I would, I thought I would ask it. Yeah, I would, I would do the falling thing too, to any height that. I mean, that could be just cool to do, you know? Well, it doesn't make any other... It doesn't make sense to, like, want to breathe under water. It just doesn't... I don't see the appeal. I mean, I'm sure but, there's people out there that would, that would enjoy that. You know, like, if people are, like, treasure hunters or something, I mean, that would make it very convenient for them to go look for sunken ships and stuff, you know? Sure. I mean, yes, but, again... They they're still subject to the pressure of the ocean. Yeah, but it's, you know you 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 know most of those guys aren't going down that far. They're using scuba gear. So. Speaking of which, have you ever heard of a what is that diver called? There's a job, um, saturation diving. Maybe is what it is. You ever heard of that? I've never heard of that. What is uh, that? I might be I might be wrong. It might not be saturation divers. Are you talking about the guys they have the big, um, you know, like... Yeah, it's saturation diving. Really? It is called saturation? So, let me see. I'll be able to tell you about their salary. Is it the people they, like, go underwater and they, like, weld and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, dude, and they live underwater. They live underwater? I mean, basically. I think that's what they're called, saturation divers. Dude, have you seen those hotels? I'm not. Why no, are you looking this, this up? This has got to be different. This has got to be different. Um, divers make. I thought it was. I could have sort of saturation diving. That's weird. I've never heard of that. Underwater. I can't believe I mean, you don't want but you know, taking it back, I can't believe you don't want to breathe underwater because you know you you really love like ocean stuff and creatures and stuff like that. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. I think they're interesting not to freaking die. Anyways, let's 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 call it saturation diving. I think that's what okay. it's called. Anyways. So what these dudes do is they dive. And they're the ones who, like, set up oil rigs. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, and so they're way down there, right? 
And um, so we got to talk to one of these guys one time. There was I was in the military. When I was in the military, we had like some sort of class or something. And so, somebody we got talking about the ocean, and this guy was like, "Yeah, the ocean's a really scary place." And I was like, "What do you know about the ocean, buddy? You're in the army." And he was like, "No, I used to be um, a saturation diver or something like that." He wasn't really in the army; he was like a contractor or something. I yeah. said, "I said, what is that?" And he was like, um, "We go down and are the ones who set up the things at the bottom of the ocean for oil rigs and stuff." Or whatever. It's something like that. Anyways, these dudes make crazy money. Like sixty to seventy thousand dollars a month. That's crazy. And basically what they do is they live in these pods. Um dude, my dog just scared the crap out of me. I could have swore the door was closed and I hear slurping. <laughs> Uh, so, anyways, while I'm telling while I'm telling the story, so yeah, they they are way down. Yeah, it is saturation diving. Okay, so they're like way down in the ocean, right? Yeah, and they live in this like um, they live in like this this pod that's like super deep in the ocean. Anyways, so uh, they live in this pod, and basically what happens is. In the center of the pod is this hole. Yeah. That's where they get in and out of the water, right? Yeah. And they close the hatch and they get in and out of the water. Um, anyways. And so when they're down there, apparently, dude, there's all kinds of fish and it's like really dangerous, apparently. Um, but they they t- they this guy was telling stories about how like it's super dark down there, you can't see anything. Um yeah. And all the time you'll be working, right? And then you'll feel a huge rush or current behind you. You'll look behind you and there's nothing there. But you could feel something huge had come by you. And and the water is freezing cold and like. But basically, they live in these chambers for like two, three, four, five months at a time. And they go down there and they weld and they're scuba diving and all that good stuff. And while they're doing this, um, the, 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 the stuff happens. And then before they can come up, they have to stay in that chamber. And that chamber gets brought closer and closer to the surface um, until their blood is like not as... It has to do with like hydrogen in your blood or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm not a diver. I, I don't know for yeah, sure what it is, but decompression. They have to depre- yeah, yeah, they have to depressurize before they come up. But yeah, these dudes make crazy money, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm super dangerous job, but these dudes are making these dudes are making like four or five hundred thousand dollars a year. I would do this for like two years and then never, and then stop. But the amount of training these guys need are, is absolutely incredible, I'm yeah. sure. I'm I sure it's know, insane. I want to know what this, what's going beside them that they, you know, turn around and there's nothing there. But It could, have been, it could be giant squids. But they be, said it turns the water cold or something, right? Isn't that what you said? Well, the water around them is cold anyway. Okay. And when, I'm sure when the rush of water comes past them, it's cold. Yeah. It's colder. I th- think about it like I would equate it to like... Um, probably 
Like think about it. You're outside. It's wintertime. It's 30 degrees. It's cold. But then when the wind blows past you, it's colder. Yeah. Right. Same. I would assume it's the same principle. Hmm. Speaking of underwater, have you seen the underwater hotels? It's no. cr- dude. It's the craziest thing. I mean, I would that you wouldn't catch me down there at all because it's just very claustrophobic. So apparently they have these underwater hotels. You can go and like the rooms are like these long tubes. And like, so you have your, like your sleeping quarters and you swim through these like little chambers and then there's like a kitchen, but <laughs> this is gross. Okay, guys, be prepared. Cause what you're talking about, I thought you were going to go there, but you didn't. There's a hole that just is open to the ocean, right? It's your you just, poop? Yeah. You just go in there and you put your body down there and you pee and poop. And they're and the guy was like, yeah, you know, the fish will come eat it. I'm like... Dude, come on now. That's that's disgusting. <laughs> no. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, um, speaking of underwater, have you ever seen the movie Underwater? I think that's what it's called. Underwater? I've seen a bunch of underwater movies, but I've never seen one called Underwater. Uh, the BS. Well, I think it's called, yeah, it's called Underwater. It huh. came out in 2020. It's a sci-fi horror film. Huh. And it's not- about these people that are thinking about the saturation diver situation. They're underwater. Um, and spoiler alert, are you going to watch the movie? Probably not. Okay. So they're underwater and things start going horribly wrong. Wait, is this the one that's got um, Jennifer Lawrence in it? No. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but anyways, spoiler alert, it's Cthulhu. Oh, dude! I it love. Cr- dude, I love a good. You've Cthulhu got movie. to watch it. You've got to watch it. I thought it was going to be trash, dude. One of, if not the coolest underwater movie I think I've ever seen in my life, dude. dude. It's so cool. So we'll. I tell you what. After the podcast, we'll watch the trailer together. Okay, I. It's, I'm a big fan of Cthulhu. So crazy, and like they have these suits that deal with the pressure of the ocean and stuff, so you don't like die. Yeah, out in the water and stuff, dude. It is crazy cool. Yeah, that, that crazy sounds awesome. cool. Yeah, it's 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 really really dope. But anyways, the whole premise of the movie is they're underwater. Stuff starts going wrong. One of the characters, like all, pretty much all the crew's gone at this point. Everybody's dead. They can't figure out why. And there's like these crab men that are killing people. Well, the girl, the main character is a girl and she's like out and she's like running from the crab men. And there's this scene where the rigs are like blowing up because they're powered by a nuclear power. Right. So they yeah. never lose power under the water and stuff. And they start blowing up and, you know, there's fires under there. And like it, it's very um because it's very dark down there, but the fires kind of like light up everything. Yeah. And you hear the the noises and it's like. And she looks over and it's straight up Cthulhu walking at the bottom of the ocean. Dude, it is crazy. And the crab people, Cthulhu's so big, they like live on him. Yeah. Dude, it is. It is really cool. It It is. It is like if you're a fan of like Cthulhu. If you speaking of which, this least, dude, I'm on topic after topic here. I've got like ADHD tonight. Love, death, and robots. 
Yeah, I haven't seen the most recent ones. You haven't? What, what, did you watch season two at all? I don't think I have. Oh, my gosh, dude. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to tell you which episode it is. Dude, but I'm a huge fan of Lovecraft stuff, so... I mean, gosh, man. Do you remember... Have you seen Hellboy? <clears throat> Hellboy? Yeah, the first Hellboy movie. Yeah, At the end, whenever, um, you know, he, he's got that big crown and stuff, and he's, yeah. you know, becoming, you know, the, <clears throat> I guess, the takeover of the earth or whatever, then he decides, you know, against it, and he rips his horns off. Anyways, yeah. you see in the sky, you see all these tentacles and stuff come down. It's like, dude, that's Cthulhu. He's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Love, Death, and Robots, the season three, the second to last episode, it's called uh, Involted Halls Entombed. It is. It says, Modern Warfare Meets Elder Gods. A special forces squad on a hostage rescue mission finds themselves trapped in a prison containing an age-old evil. After the podcast, we're going to watch this episode together. <laughs> All right. We're doing it. We're doing it. It's not that long. It's like 10 minutes. Okay. So it's not, it's not like an hour long type thing. So, um, and we can, we can skip past like the first portion. It's really good. Okay. Um, but it's, it's guys, if you don't watch love, death and robots and you're a fan of sci-fi and fantasy and like, dude, you're, you're missing out. Like you need to watch all those right now. Do you, um, I don't remember exactly what I said, but this is, I got a funny story about Cthulhu. Okay. So, uh, some uh, Mormons came to my door once, not, <laughs> and they're like, you know, you know, doing their spiel, and uh, I'm like, because they used to come all the time to my house, and I, <laughs> I said, um, would you mind if I took some time to uh, share a little bit about my uh, my holy, um, uh, what I say, my um. My holy old god who's in an endless slumber at the depths of the ocean. His name is Cthulhu, and once again he will rise. You <laughs> I, did said, not. I did. I swear I did. It was it was hilarious. Oh my what did they say? <laughs> uh, nothing. They just kind of looked at me. <laughs> no. I've had some evangelists coming to my door like recently. Yeah. And it was just a weird situation where I was like, hey guys, I'm actually working right now. I don't have time to talk. And because I was in the middle of a meeting and somebody knocked on my door, the dog's going crazy. I said, hold on. I was like, in the, I had to tell everybody in the meeting that I was in, hold on. I got to go deal with my dog. And I was in the middle of like presenting something. Yeah. And I go to, and they're trying to talk to me. And I'm like, Hey man, I was like, I don't, I don't have time for this. I, I'm actually in the middle of a meeting where I'm presenting something. You'll have to come back. And he goes, okay, well, what time works? And I'm like, I, I, I don't know, man. You'll just have to come back later. Yeah. They came to my house at 5 PM four days in a row yeah oh my gosh i was like bro that is crazy yeah um but you know i i get it you're trying to evangelize and that's what you're supposed to do yeah um and the christian faith is evangelize and make sure people hear the the gospel but bro i'm trying to go to church to hear the gospel i don't want you coming to my front dope <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah it's too much for me. It's too, so, too much. I meant to tell you, dude. So there's a um a little update from our last show. Um, okay. 
I don't know if you saw. I posted it on the uh, the Instagram. I, I posted. I just shared as a a story. Um. So I guess Jamie Foxx is like he came out and he said that um, you know, he appreciates everyone thinking about him and stuff, and he didn't want to be seen because you know he he did. He's like you. You know, you wouldn't want to see me like that. And talking about how bad he was off and dude. He 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 looks way different. You need to go look at the video. Um, he looks way different, and he he looks even different than you know they were saying. Oh yeah, he you remember I brought up that picture of him, um, saving that that lady or whatever. Like he got her purse back, and they showed a picture of him like waving at people. Sure. Dude, that he's like super skinny. Like I mean, he's been through some crap. But yeah, yeah they, dude, they, he's freaking he almost died. Yeah, but they showed him like saving this dude's this this lady's purse and he 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 was like healthy and like fit and like ripped, you know, like he always is. And and now he's like all scrawny and like there there's there's something, dude, there's something going on. Whether he had a body double just to throw people off that he was, you know, fine. I don't know. There there's there's more going on than they're telling us. Yeah. But I just wanted to share that because there was an update. Well, again, dude, I don't know how much truth there is to all that stuff. And there's like paparazzi and just people fame seeking and wanting to write stuff about people. I don't know. I mean, even Ice Cube, there's, uh, it was after mm-hmm. our, our episode, I saw Ice Cube, his podcast came out with the episode talking about Jamie Foxx and how he thinks something happened to him. He thinks he thinks the right government now, killed him. I mean, he. I'm gonna tell up. you right now, Ice Cube is crazy. Dude, don't talk about Cube I, that way. I think something happened to Ice Cube because no. he went from making Friday movies to a conspiracy theorist overnight. So, do you know? Do you know about NWA? <laughs> about how they what were about, like an, about they were like an FBI um, cover and stuff. And they were like a plant. Yeah, yeah. They were like a plant to for the um, black community to like kind of destroy it. With to destroy the black community. Yeah, dude. There's a whole thing about it. About how you mean like the they to incite like um, violence and stuff in the black community. You know, like with their lyrics and stuff, and to get people riled up. Yeah, there's like this whole whole big conspiracy theory about it. It's it's crazy. I got a question. Yeah. For all the conspiracy theorists out there, please comment, subscribe, like, leave a review, email us, DM us on Instagram. Question for you guys. At what point, like, why is everything a conspiracy theory? I don't know. Why is there a conspiracy about everything? Oh, NWA, Eminem, Jamie Foxx, us landing on the moon, the earth is flat. The, uh, we're living in like I just don't understand like at what point can something just be real like what proof do you need for something to be real other than you being there nothing's real dude I can't I can't with this dude it's like everything's a conspiracy theory dude it's it's just so crazy man I think I think you're a conspiracy theory I mean I could be <laughs> I could be a conspiracy theory you never know <laughs> I'm not real, guys. I'm actually a figment of Jason's imagination, and he doesn't realize that he's actually in a coma at a hospital. Like, who knows? 
I mean, at this point, uh, I just think, I just think it's crazy that like nothing can just be what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that I mean does that make sense or am I just sounding am I just being a naysayer here? I don't know, dude. I mean, I just think that our world is really weird and there's a lot of stuff we're not told that's going on. Um not to say, I mean, yeah, call it a conspiracy theory or whatever, but I think there's just stuff that we're not being told that's going on out there. Um and I think the, you know, truth is stranger than like any conspiracy theory. That's what, that's what I believe. Well, here's, here's what I believe. I believe that the world is broken up into countries and that there's no way on earth that all the weird stuff just happens in America. And it's hard for me to believe that everybody, all the, all, all the countries of the world would have the same agenda. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just don't, I just don't believe it. And it's like countries like, Russia and China and, and like the, not necessarily the enemies of America, but you know, countries that we're not straight up aligned with, it, it wouldn't be in their interest to like, wouldn't it be in their interest to share some of that knowledge? Like, uh, and, and for, for example, right? Like you have all these hacks and all these things that, you know, they say World War Three is going to happen in, in in cyber, you know, land or whatever. But like, you would think that as soon as they would come across some of this information, that they would just leak it and be like, "America, they're hiding this stuff from you," and blah 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 blah. I don't know. I just I, it's so hard to believe that like the world's so strange and there's all these things going on, and there's just no proof of anything. It makes me think that everybody's just full of crap. Man, it's just a bunch of baloney, man. I think. I mean, if, if we're really getting into this, I think all the like all the governments are tied together, and there's oh, there's I one think that's no, I think there's one ruling factor over everything, and they just every so often they you know okay this this month we're gonna do this and like okay I'm serious I I strongly believe that everything's planned pre planned and it's not the world is much more unified than than we think. Uh, I do believe that. Just like with the, like, all the, the Nazi stuff. I mean, we're like, you know, the Nazis, the big evil, and then all of a sudden we have, like, Nazis working for us, for the U.S., like, making rockets and stuff. I mean, come on. You're gonna you're gonna tell me you're gonna bring your enemy in and have them design pretty much all of NASA was designed by the Nazis. That's that's facts. And you're gonna you know let them have top secret clearance and stuff when they were your enemy like a month ago or whatever. You know that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's why I, th- I think there's more to it than just you know I think. I think it's all like tied together. They're like, oh, let's, you know, let's try to eradicate this race. Okay, guys, let's all get together and do it. That's what they did. And then, okay, <sighs> now we're friends again. Let's bring them over here and build rockets. No, you know? I, I don't. I, and the reason I don't believe that is because people are not trusting enough. Like, let me, let me ask you this. Let's say you're a leader of an Indian tribe. Yeah. 
And another Indian tribe comes over. So a leader from a different Indian tribe comes over and says, hey, I need you to help me out with something. I have some citizens that are thinking about leaving the tribe, but I want them to know how dangerous it is out here, right? That there are other tribes that are just out here killing other Indians. We want them because we, we need those people to stay because they're hunters and gatherers and yada, yada, yada. I don't believe somebody would be like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll help you do it. We'll, we'll keep them in line. We got to work. We're leaders. We got to work together to keep them in line. Like that, that to me is bull crap. And what, and, and instead what I think would happen is the Indian leader he goes to, to like, be like, Hey, can you can you know, and I could see him going, yeah, sure. I'll help you. And then instead being like, your leader lied to you. We're not here to attack you. Come join my tribe. We won't lie to you. Like, he's going to enrich his own life, right? Like, he's going to be there for selfish reasons because people are selfish. And I think that's how people are. And so it's super hard for me to believe that all the world leaders got on the same page about something and they have this huge agenda. And like, that, that's so preposterous. I don't know. I think it's, I think, like I said, the truth is crazier than, than fiction. Um, I mean, that's the whole theory behind, like, the Illuminati, right? That they rule everything and all of these wars and stuff are planned just to make money. I mean, that's the the whole thing, you know? I mean, yeah, sure. But, like, I could see the making money part. But my biggest thing is more so, like, yeah, cool. People are making money, but... Back then, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't about money, right? Because every country had their own thing, right? It could have been about, like, trades or whatever. But I highly doubt, like, at, all right, let me ask you this then. At what time period do you think they all got together? What because it definitely period? didn't happen. Yeah, because it did, definitely didn't happen before technology. <laughs> there's no way. Because they have no, there, there's no monetary value on items because everybody has their different currencies and different ways of trading for stuff. Yeah. Right. So it definitely didn't happen in those times. It definitely didn't happen when gold was discovered because there's not, there wasn't enough technology and stuff in place for people to travel quickly. You're thinking, you know, for people to like go from New York to London is like, you know, a, a, a 10 hour plane ride or whatever it is. Then versus like a ship that takes two weeks to cross the ocean through treacherous waters, horrible conditions, rats and fleas and stuff on board. Like it definitely didn't take time because it would take too long for correspondence to get one place to another. Plus it wouldn't make any sense for people like what is, what does you and the, in the leader of England have to do with, you know, each other? Absolutely nothing. If you're living on the opposite side of the earth, like China. And so it didn't happen then. So when, what's the time Did this happen in the seventies Did it happen in the eighties? Maybe it happened in the sixties. When did this, when did this world organization come about? Um, I think it was, I mean, if you look at like, the theories and stuff. It, it think it happened like when in Rome, ancient Rome. So like when whenever like the Catholic Church kind of, I think uh, I think created the I don't know. I don't know much about the Illuminati. I think it centers around the Catholic Church somehow though. Um, but I mean, I'm just saying, dude. It's so if you, I'm just, I'm just okay. I'm focused around like the 20s, right? So you have World War Two going on, right? 
and you have um, Nazi Germany, Japan, and is it Italy? Wasn't Italy part of that too with Mussolini? Or was that before? Yeah. Um, and then you have the Allied forces, which is U.S., France, uh, England, um, Russia. Um, I mean, Russia and the United States were big friends back then, right? Back then, when? During World War II. They, like, fought against the Nazis together. And then all of a sudden, right after World War II, boom, they're like... Russia and U.S. are like at odds with the um, the Cold War. I, I mean, I just, it just, I don't know. It just seems all so. Kind of let planned. me get this straight. You think in 1945, the world organize all the world organizations got together and during World War II or near the end of World War II, getting into like you know the Cold War, or whatever. Right. You think in 1945, all the world organizations got together. And since 1945 to present, you know, 80 years, within the span of 80 years, all this, they're keeping aliens from us. They're keeping, like you're saying that all these supernatural things happened in the last 80 years and they all got together and they're all keeping it from us. That sounds so preposterous. It's not. That doesn't even sound real. All of our technology exploded since the end of World War II. Yeah, but that's just the rate of... That's how technology works. But not at such a pace. I mean... Yeah, at such a pace, 100%. No. It, 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 and when you say technology exploded, are you just talking about electronics? Electronics, um, propulsion, um, automobile industry, everything. No, no, no. Automobile industry uh, was way before, exploded way before World War II. Yeah, but the they technology. They had tanks in World War II. What are you talking about? Yeah, they had tanks, but I'm talking about everything else. Like They had planes. Yeah, but not good planes. Then They the had jet ways to make. Jet uh, engines to make, came out. I mean, like everything They had the exploded. way to make gas. No, I don't think it exploded like, like you're saying. Like. I, th I think that, like, it's the natural progression of technology. If you have a wheel, right, that wheel can be applied to all sorts of things. People go, oh, the wheel can be put on a car. The wheel can be put on a wheelbarrow. The wheel can be put on um, a, a trailer to haul something. The wheel can be put on, you know, like, and that's like saying, oh, my God, since the invention of the wheel, the technology has just boomed. Well, no, it, it, it's the, it has more... It has multiple uses. And so for for like once technology takes off, it just takes off. Like, and that's like the first person who created AI, right? AI, you could be like, well, AI exploded after that. Yeah, because he open sourced it and everybody was able to get in on it and 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 mess around with things and make new AIs. That's how Chat GPT exists. That's how uh what you call it? Um, that's how mid-journey exists. That's how like all these AI programs exist. They've come up in the last couple of years. That's like saying, man, AI has just boomed and there, there must've been an alien presence to, that the government's hiding from us. And that's why AI exists. I don't think that's true. There I just is. think that's the national progression of technology. So what you're saying is like in the last 80 years, technology has boomed. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, pretty much. The first car was made in 1886. Yeah. The very first gas. Okay. Now hold on. In the same amount of time from then to World War II, 
is when they had freaking tanks. Somebody from that time period would be like, yeah, back in 1886, I mean, technology has been booming over the last 70 years. We had, we had, we were using horses. Now there's tanks. Like that's, that's a huge evolution in technology, right? 80 years, you go from horse and carriage to tanks. That is a way bigger jump in technology than I think what we have now, if I'm being 100% honest with you. Mm, I, don't I mean, so. basically all they're doing is taking the processing power and, and condensing it. That's all they've done, right? Supercomputers to, you know, big f- fax machines and stuff like all they've done is taking what they've known and condensed it. How can we make this one thing better, right? How can we make a processor better? Well, we can make a processor better by doing this. Processors are good for everything. They're good for your phone. They're good for your car. They're good for missiles. They're good for vacuum cleaners. They're good. They're literally good for everything, right? So after the first processor was made, they're like, how can we make this better? Same thing with the first vehicle. They go, oh man, this is a vehicle. How can we make this vehicle better? Skip to 80 years from then, they have vehicles that weigh, you know, 30 tons that fire death missiles and can reload and hold people and traverse terrain. And they've made the wheel into a track. They put, you know, they've made the wheels roll on a track that has uh, treads on it that moves this heavy vehicle over terrain. So it doesn't get stuck. And like, like that's huge advancements of technology. And all they did was one person made something. And then they said, how can we make it better? And I think that's exactly what's happened over the last 50, 60 years. You know, when the first processor and the first computers were made, they were huge, and then they just made them better and more efficient. And now we have handheld, you know, computers in our hands, which are te- which are like cell phones or whatever. But like, it, I I don't think that like the world organizations got together in the in the 40s, and then all of a sudden technology boomed. Technology was booming in the from 1886 to 1936. I still think it's aliens. Well, I think it's a little far-fetched, but I just don't. I would like to understand why conspiracy theorists, like, at what point can something be just what it is, is the first thing. The second thing is, what if your conspiracy is the conspiracy? What if, um, what if, what if, what if this stuff is, is actually happening and for the American government to make sure that people think that it's not happening, they start spreading rumors about conspiracy theories and, and then that throws you off the trail of like, we actually do live in a really dangerous society, but they're making you think that it's crisis actors. And so now you have this whole group of people that think it's crisis actors versus the people who think it's real. And now nobody's paying attention to the original issue, which was Sandy Hook, which was, you know, uh, alien invasion, which was whatever it is. Right. So and that, so like what if that is the what if the conspiracy is the conspiracy? So that's called a psyop. That's what they do. Like sometimes they. They do create conspiracies to throw people off the trail. And the thing, so. and the thing with conspiracy theories is, is like, it's you can't, you just can't prove it. Like you can't. No conspiracy theorist can just prove it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, I mean, I, you know, I know you. I mean, 
it's it's don't get me wrong there's some videos like the nashville shooting where the shooter was wearing some kind of shoes and then they shot this person and they went in and they were wearing different kind of shoes that happened on live television i get it like yes that is fishy i don't know why that happened i don't get that either was it the flame vans or was it the other type of vans like i, I don't know right like and i'll give you that some of that stuff doesn't line up but like when you start talking about like the earth is flat, the earth is this, like you've kind of just clung to an ideal or a belief system for almost no reason. Like, let's say that someone comes, like, let's say you've believed that the earth is round your whole life. You graduate high school, you read an article about how the earth is flat and you go, oh man, that makes sense. And then you start saying the earth is flat, the earth is flat. You do more research and you're, you're reading the same articles from the same people and you're in this echo chamber on some subreddit. And now you've clung to these ideals that the earth is flat. For what? That's what I don't get, right? Like, I don't understand how you come to the belief that like, well, and then the counter argument's obviously going to be like, well, how come you clung to the belief that the world was round? Because I didn't know anything about the earth. And then people who were entrusted by society to teach me things tells me that the earth is round. I don't have a basis to, to not believe them, right? Well, the, the, I don't have a basis to not believe that the earth is flat. Yeah, but you kind of do because you've, told, you've been told that the earth is round. Like, w what? And, that's the th and that leads into, the, the, obviously, the biggest question of any conspiracy theory. What does anyone have to gain by making you think the earth is round versus flat? Who cares? Like, that's what I don't get. Like, what, what does, who gains what from you believing the earth is round? So the, there's, the theory is that um, they're trying to hide the proof of God because they say if the earth is flat, then it's as it was in the Bible because of Bible teach. You know, I don't know if it necessarily. I had the proof of God. There is no proof of God. Yeah, there is. Well, proof of God the, everywhere. What? Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the, so then that comes to the whole theological argument. Like, no, that's you have to have faith to believe in God, right? Like that, and that's just factual. You have to have faith to believe in God. Like, you could sit here and say, well, look at the earth and look at babies and look at the human body and look at this and look at that. Like, but definitively, there is no 100% concrete proof that, that God exists. That's why they tell you you have to have faith. Right? Like, you, like, Saying, okay, the Bible says God exists, the Bible is the word. God said the Bible is the, the, the Bible is the word, and the word is God, right? Yep. And but that doesn't change the fact that no one knows where the like obviously it tells you in the Bible where the Bible came from, right? Like I get that, but nobody knows where the Bible came from. Nobody knows. And and so for me, it's like you have to have faith to believe in God, right? So not everybody's a Christian. Christianity is actually, you know, in, in scale with 
like the biggest religions in the world. I think Buddhism's like number one or something. Like it's like the fifth or sixth religion in line, right? And and maybe I, I if I had to guess what the biggest religions were, I would say um, maybe like Hindu is probably one of the biggest. Um, I would say Catholicism, Judaism. Um, I would say um, people who are Muslim, like I, like Christianity is not the number one religion in the world, right? Like per capita of people. So then the argument becomes, okay, so you're telling me that somebody came along and said, well, the earth is flat. And the reason they told you it was round is to hide the evidence of God only X amount of people believe in God anyway. So it doesn't even affect half of the world. Like, I, I, I don't know how many people in the world are Christian, right? But like, I would be willing to say the number is the percentage of the billions of people on earth that are Christian is super low. And, and so like, for me, it, it goes back to the question of like, who gains like what like there's there's a group of people on the planet who gain the satisfaction of he he you don't know that god is real because we told you the earth is round that just doesn't even make sense no it goes there's there's it goes way deeper than just the round there's like a firmament above and you know it goes into all these descriptions about how the um, the earth was set up on pillars and all this stuff and like the diagram of the flat earth is how it would be if you know a biblical like description of the how earth was created but even so. let's let's count, let's say that they said you know what guys the the earth is flat the the biggest problem is is nobody has the resources to find out and even if you did have the resources to find out, whatever you find out, people are going to call you a liar anyway, one way or the other. It doesn't matter if you came back and said, well, it is flat or, well, it is round. The conspiracy theorists are going to be like, oh, no, it's, it's flat. He's lying because X, Y, Z, you know, and there's no amount of money or resources that could gather up all the flat earthers and put them in some sort of situation where they could tell whether the earth was flat or not, right? Like. Obviously, I don't know if the Earth's flat. I've been in an airplane before, but I ain't never broken out of the Earth's atmosphere, right? Like, I've only, I, I have to, at some point, you have to trust what experts say. And if you're not going to trust what experts say, then you need to become an expert, you know, and, and try to figure out things for yourself. But, like, I mean, I just don't. I don't see the premise of why you would first off of why you believe the earth was why you would believe it. If you've believed something else like your whole life, that's kind of like me coming up to you, Jason, and being like, uh, Jason, there is no God. And you'd be like, excuse me. I know there's a God because I've read the word of God and I've read the Bible and I've been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ so that I can dwell in heaven forever and ever. Right, that's what you. That would be your response as a, as a Christian man, right? No, I just punch him in the face. No, I mean, you know, either way. But like, what I'm saying is, is like, that's like me coming up to you and saying, "Yeah, 
well, what you've been taught is all wrong. The reason they want you to believe God is real is because they want your money. They want you to tithe. Why do you think, why do you think they do all this? Well, look at these mega pastors. They're making billions. And I could sit here and make a case that the church is all about money. Right. But 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 what is the but for me, that's what I'm saying. Like the there is no like why would you cling to what I'm saying? Like that, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't even, and, and to you, that would be preposterous. You'd be like, no, I know that God's real because of X, Y, Z. Um, you know, I've felt his presence. I've been in the presence of the Holy spirit. Um, you know, when three or more, you know, he is in the midst. Like I've felt the Holy spirit and I felt God and, you know, look at everything around you. There's no way all this was an accident. Yada, 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 X, Y, Z. Like, that's the same thing as people going, well, the earth is round. And then people going, no, it's flat. Why do you think it's round? Well, because I know it's round because I've seen it. And they're like, oh, those pictures are fake. That's like somebody going, oh, the Bible's fake. You don't know if it's real. Like, and then that goes back to, well, you got to have faith, right? So I think that. So what you're saying is I have to have faith that the earth is flat. I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm just, I'm trolling you. Right but, but, but basically like, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, it just doesn't make, you know, and, and, and maybe the listeners are, you know, I would love to debate somebody on this stuff. Yeah. Ty know? really wants to get a flat earther on here. So guys, if you're for the flat, I earth, will, dude, just I will email us on blue in the face. Yeah. AFK discussions at gmail.com. We want to get you on us, the show. We DM want us on Instagram, wherever you get a hold of us. <laughs> We comment on, on this. Comment on this episode. Ty is full of crap. The Earth is flat. Get me on there. Yeah, we will get you on here. So, and so I used to be. And I know we're kind of going all over the place right now, but I mean, I I did for like a split second was like, yeah, the Earth's flat, just because I listened to all this, um, um, all the evidence. There's a bunch of evidence out there. And I was like, yeah, okay, I could see that. I could see that. I mean, there's they do make a lot of um compelling arguments. Um, one, because I'm a photographer, and this is the biggest thing that I was like, uh, I can totally see that. Cause since I work with lighting every day for photography, and um the further you pull a light source away from an object, like say you had a um a basketball. They and they already proved there was a flat earther that did that experiment and he proved himself that the earth was round. What? Yeah. No. I'll send it to you. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's a flat earther and he was like, "All right, the cardboard is seventeen feet apart. We cut the holes. If the earth is is round, then we will need to raise the light up to twenty three feet no, so that it can make it through the holes or whatever." Yeah, it's the same premise. No, that's it's not, the same premise. That's not though. the same premise at all. That's a different thing. Um, this is just a light. Like, say, you know, the sun, how it's, there's not a hole or anything is going through. It's just the sun in space, and you have mm. the earth here. So if you have the flashlight, say your flashlight, and you have a basketball, the flashlight close to the the basketball is going to create a spotlight, right? A circle on the basketball that is a hot spot, right? And if you move the light away, it's going to illuminate the whole side of the basketball, Right. So if the sun is however many thousand miles away, you know, you have a source of light that is illuminating the whole side of the earth, right? 
then why on clouds do we have hotspots where it's like a complete circle, like right over top of the cloud? It's not like dispersed across the whole area. That's well, the one thing. The we sun is the sun isn't like a flashlight. No, no. But the theory is the sun is like a light in a room. The but the theory is in flat Earth is the sun's inside the dome with us. It's not millions of miles away. Thousands of miles away, whatever. And now there's a dome. Like, how do you even come up with that? It's like, it's part of the Flat Earth Theory. We're inside a dome. Jesus. The dome is the firmament built by God. That's the, the Flat Earth Theory. So crazy. If you're a Flat Earther, get on here. We want to, I want to hear from you. I used to know a guy that's like really make me believe it. Make me believe it. There used to be a guy that worked with us. Well, I think it was, I think you were probably there at that time. Um, What's his name? Gosh, I cannot. John something. Dino wins. He worked in web dev, but he's like, John. Yeah. I can't remember. Worked in web dev. This was like 10 years ago. Um, oh well, no, I wasn't. I've not been at JTV ten years. Maybe it wasn't ten years, but it was. It's been. A I've while. been there like seven and some change. Okay. Um. But anyways, he is one of the high up guys in the um, what's it called? There's like a bunch of different. This is like the main flat Earth organization. Um. Why doesn't the flat Earth organization get a rocket together and go to space? They uh. I don't get it. They sent up a rocket. Why is there so many pictures of a round earth, but there's no pictures of a flat earth? And there's so many flat earthers. Okay. If, there's got to be a rich one. Those, there's got to be. There's uh, How many flat earthers are there? Dude, a million, two million, have you, three have million, you not seven seen million? The, have you not seen the thing from NASA saying that all photos of earth is a composite image? Because have you ever seen it? You know, there's supposed to be thousands and thousands of satellites flying around the earth. Whenever you see a, an image of the Earth, there's no satellites at all. There's have so much ever space seen, junk around our, our have Earth. You, have you ever seen the thing that was like, well, look at this. This is space. And the guy's like, yeah, well, this is NASA. And they have millions of dollars to create these images. And the guy goes, well, it's not NASA. It's me in the backyard with a baking sheet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you guys are ridiculous. Hold on. What, what, but like, I've seen that. And then the um, the what was it? There was another guy that um, like took a picture of space, and and they were like, yeah, this you know, it's awesome picture of space, and it was it was just like, um, well, there's thousands. Okay, so here let's say, let's say this, right? You said there's thousands of satellites in the sky, yeah. right? That's what you said. Why in pictures don't you see satellites? Exactly. Isn't that what that's you what just said? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold that thought. I'm holding the thought. Holding thoughts are riveted, riveting for um, podcasting. Okay. Right now, there is approximately 8,755 airplanes in the sky. I guarantee you, if I walk outside right now, I won't see one of them. Yeah, I mean, but that's a different. The Earth is ma- how is it different? Okay, I can tell you right now. I've been in an airplane, and there's eight thousand other airplanes in the sky, and I'm flying at thirty five thousand feet, and I ain't never seen another airplane when I'm in an airplane, and I've been up there. 
Yeah. Personally. I'm the not, Earth is so massive, dude. Like, you can't be like, oh, well, there's thousands of satellites. Like, well, yeah, but the Earth is huge. I'm not trying to argue one way or another. I'm just telling you what they said. The people wow. that are believing in flat Earth. I'm just telling you, I think they're full of crap because that theory doesn't make any sense. Hey, if you had that one guy on here, dude, I'm sure he'd blow your mind. I can't think of his well, name. Well, I just, you know. like Jaren, is that his name? The flat Earth guy? I don't know. How many ships are in the sea? I'm sure there's thousands. I've flown over the ocean before. I ain't never seen a ship in the ocean either. Oh, I see that ships mean in the ocean that, all the time. But that doesn't mean there's not ships in the ocean. You know? There's, I'm sure the, the, the I'm sure there's millions of ships, probably. I bet there's way more ships than there are airplanes. What about all the aliens that are flying around? And we don't see any. I, I ain't never seen an alien either. <laughs> So, but what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how many spooky, flat earthers there ghosts are. Around us. I don't know how many flat earthers there are, but you guys need to get together, pull up. Each of you throw in $5 in a pot, build a rocket and get me some photos, dude. I want to see it. Dude, do you know what I just thought of? How many what? Bigfoot are there in the forest? And I ain't never seen a picture of them. I mean, there are pictures of Bigfoot, but <laughs> you know, I'm just saying like, there's pictures of a round earth, but there ain't no pictures of a flat one. Yeah. That's that's my whole thing, right? Like, Or there is pictures of flat it. earth because every picture is of the flat earth. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like a sphere in all the pictures I've ever seen. Except for the one that you got on your Bing right now. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, what is that? That's in Kenya? Uh, it's a Google Earth thing. Uh, yeah. It changes it out every day. Interesting. Anyways, I think that's, you know, that's all the debating I have in me. <laughs> I'm debated out. I'm debated it really out wasn't too. even a debate. It really wasn't a debate. You just kind of sit there and listen to me ramble. For I did listen to you ramble. 20 minutes. 20 I was minutes. like, all right, where, where are we going with this? <laughs> I'm just going to let you talk. I'm, I'm good. It, it all started on conspiracy theories, yeah. right? Like. The conspiracy is the conspiracy. It's just got to be that way. Yeah, we, dude, I want to do a show on Nazis now about how they uh, came over here and made NASA. Because that is so interesting to me, how we like hired Nazis to come and build rockets for us. It's crazy. Is that real? Yeah, it's real, 100%. Is that real, yeah. though? Werner von Braun is was started NASA, and he was the main one of the main Nazi scientists. Hundred percent real. No conspiracy there. Hmm. Look it up, and we'll talk about it next episode on Dragon Ball Z. Well, next episode you're not probably not going to be here. No, I won't be. Guys, I probably will not record for the next four weeks, probably. Yeah. So I'm going to have some guest hosts. Maybe Phil's going to be on here. Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, whoever I can drag in here. <laughs> drag him kicking and screaming. That's right. I'll have to. I have to bribe him. Come on, please. Come on. Come on. Be, be, me, be my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I may have well, Rory, guys, let's... my son here. Oh. Ooh, hey. Rory Jonakovas. Is he still awake? Yeah. Say hi, Rory. Dude, what? He he was he's been in here bugging me. He wants 
He's like, let's go to sleep because he likes me to lay in the bed with him until he goes to sleep. Because mm. he's a big chicken. A All chicken right. Well, I'm scared. See, he's really scared. <laughs> well, um, in less than forty-eight hours, I'm going to be a dad. So I know, dude. That's a real. That's a real thing happening. Yeah, you so, got to keep um, me posted. Yeah. send me some pictures and stuff. Yeah, I will be posting some pictures of the baby on our Instagram. So if you're interested in seeing a freshly born human child, he might be alien. Who knows? We'll start a conspiracy about it. But um, <laughs> it'll be posted on the Instagram for all you listeners who want to keep up with mine and Jason's lives. Yes. Uh, our lives are very what? interesting because our lives are very your life's way more interesting than mine. My life is <laughs> dog water. <laughs> dog like and. and and well, in in like, in terms of excitement, like nothing ever exciting happens in my life. I wake up in the morning, I go to work, I come home, I play video games, I talk to my wife, I cook dinner with my wife, we watch some TV, we go to bed, and we redo it all over again. That's all about to change, though. I mean, yeah, my life is not exciting at all. I go play card games sometimes. That's about as much excitement as you'll get out of me. But you know, yeah. yeah. Well, guys. All right, guys. Yeah. Ooh. Go. Are we doing it at the same time? We're Jeez. doing it at the same Pitch time. Coke, you owe me a Coke? No, you go. I did intro. You do outro. Let's go. <laughs> Guys, thanks a lot for joining us again on your friends at what? I don't know what I was going to say there. Whoa, <laughs> thanks for joining us again on AFK Dis- Discussions. I was going to say from your friends at AFK Discussions. I don't know, guys. It's it's actually it's 1114. I'm tired. Um, But yeah, so, uh, you know, once again, shout out. To all of the people that listen, dude, thank you so much. We really appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, you know, send out some more reviews. We we need some more five star reviews to get our uh, algorithm up. And um, I'm I'm probably going to start reading some because I think we got three or four reviews out there right now that are um, really good ones. So uh, maybe next time I'll read a couple of those out. Um, also subscribe on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. That would really help us out a lot. Um, also, you know, check out Reaper Apparel, reaperapparel.com. You can get 15% off any uh, order using AFK Discussions as your code when you're checking out. Um, also, I mean, just, you know, give us a shout out. Send us an email. If you have any interesting stories or want to talk about Bigfoot or we want to talk about anything, really, I mean, we're down for anything. Like, if you want to discuss... Uh, Christianity, if you want to discuss religion, if you want to discuss um, Flat Earth, if you want to discuss um, why space isn't real, if you want to discuss why we didn't go to the moon, if you want to discuss ghosts, I could go on and on. Bigfoot, werewolves, vampires, anything you want to discuss, we're down to discuss it here on AFK Discussion because that's what we do. We discuss things. (laughs) So, guys, um, appreciate you all, and... um, We'll see you next episode. So, guys, from Jason and from Ty, we want to say peace. Peace out, guys. All right. Later. And we're out.